When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome back to Sports Day on this Thursday night. Thanks to Kia and Mac is Adam White and Adam Cooney with you as we continue the build-up to the Super Bowl. Last night, we had the San Francisco 49ers angle. Tonight, we're going to Kansas City and sports anchor Harold Kuntz joins us from Fox 4 News. Harold, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for having me, guys. Hope you're doing all right down there. We are going well. We are four days now until the kickoff for the big one. How are you feeling as a Chiefs fan? Well, it's interesting. In the Kansas City area, they're very confident. There's already been detailed parade plans. There's been a lot of celebration in the area. I mean, they're very confident because a lot of them think in the area that this is probably the easiest playoff game they'll play because they have so much success in Vegas, obviously with the Las Vegas Raiders being in the same division with the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes has never lost uh, at that new facility, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Travis Kelsey's never lost. They have a lot of great success in Vegas. Yeah, this has been a business trip for them. They have been really locked in, focused. They've honed on the details and the game plan. They installed a lot of the game plan last week. Now they're just fixing the finer things, working on the minor details, just you know, really dotting the I's, crossing the T's with the game plan to get ready for Sunday. They're, they're a very confident bunch, and they sound very experienced as well because, again, this is their fourth trip to the Super Bowl in the past five seasons. All right, so everyone is confident. The, everything, the parade has been organised, so that's it. We tick that off. It's a win for the Chiefs. Have they been watching <laughs> them play this year? I mean, they've been, they've been inconsistent. It's not the best uh, Kansas City that we've seen. No, it's not. You're exactly right. I don't think anybody thought they'd be in this position right now, especially when they had two road games, Buffalo and Baltimore, especially Buffalo, a team that's very familiar with them. But what they've done is they've cleaned up the things that they heard in, in the past, which was a lot of dropped passes, they had turnover problems, and they had penalty issues, along with a myriad of other issues. And they have no turnovers. Mahomes has a, Patrick Mahomes has a 90 QBR rating out of 100. Uh, you have a guy like Travis Kelsey who's found a fountain of youth. Being off that last week of the regular season has helped him immensely, both mentally and physically. Now he's come back to that Hall of Fame level Travis Kelsey that we've seen, noted by the Baltimore performance where he had 116 yards. So what's happened in the middle of the season was, especially toward the latter end where they had a lot of win-loss, win-loss, was turnovers and penalties and a lot of drop passes. So what they've done is they've cleaned those up one by one. One to turnovers, Mahomes has a 90 QBR rating out of 100. That's been really good during the postseason. And then, of course, the 
the turnover issue has been really fixed because they've had no turnovers in the postseason. They haven't dropped passes because a lot of the guys who are responsible for those drop passes, the veteran Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he stepped up and caught some clutch passes in the postseason. And then you have guys like Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore who are dropping a lot of passes. They just haven't played, uh, mostly because of injury, and some of it's just been uh, healthy scratches from the roster. And then also the penalties, a lot of the discussion about the left tackles, well, they've cleaned up their penalties as well. They haven't done anything this postseason to really be bothersome for the rest of the team. So they've cleaned that stuff up, and then they really shored up the offense where they made it simplified. They were trying to do a lot of complex things. Take, for instance, that Christmas game against the Las Vegas Raiders, who came in and won that game on Christmas uh, Day. They were doing a lot of complex things, and they just weren't doing anything really well. They've cleaned that up, and then they've also turned to Rasheed Rice, the rookie. Uh, he's really done very well. He's progressed over the course of the season he's seeing the defenses better he's reading the zones better his development has been key to this offense starting to get a little bit of rhythm and of course the defense which does not get talked about enough this is the strongest unit on the team the defense has really come along and really shown that they're one of the top defenses in the nfl it's held up really well yeah yeah it's it's interesting um that you talk about that harold because you know, back here in Australia, so much of it is about Kelsey and, and certainly it's about Mahomes. And that's almost like, you know, that's the barometer of how successful they, they're going to be in the final, in the, in the Super Bowl. But what you're saying is that it might actually be on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I think it really is. It's been the whole season that's been consistent. They came into, out of the regular season second in scoring defense, averaging only 17 points given up. Coincidentally, they faced the number one scoring defense in Baltimore and beat them at their own game. This defense has been exceptional throughout the entire season. It really starts on the back end, too. You've got a guy, Trent McDuffie, who's in his second year. He's been listed as an all-pro, a slot cornerback. And you've got another guy like Legarius Sneed, who wasn't listed as all-pro, but anybody will tell you he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and he's in a contract season, so he's in line for a great payday coming afterwards. And then you look at the second level. Nick Bolton, one of the smartest guys on the team. He's a third-year guy. He's a team captain. Drew Tranquil, which is a pickup for the Los Angeles Chargers, he's coming to the field admirably at any position on the linebacking core, whether it be the Mike position, which is the middle linebacker, or one of the strong side or weak side linebacker positions. And then Chris Jones is in the contract year himself, and he's had another dominant year. He's going to be the number one free agent for the Chiefs. I don't know if the Chiefs have enough money to keep him, but he could leave a three-time Super Bowl champion and then get his payday. He's been absolutely exceptional in the interior when he has played because he didn't play the first game of the season against Detroit, which they lost. And then the other guys around him, too, have developed, notably George Karloftis, who's from Greece and learned football a little earlier, a little later in his career, than Mike Dana, who is a fifth-round guy, a little underlooked from Michigan. He's been really outstanding, too. So the, all the parts have worked. They blitz frequently under the direction of defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo, who's been absolutely outstanding. He's one of those guys, he's like the Malcolm Gladwell of defensive coordinators. He's got his 10,000 hours. He's been so many different locations. He schemes it up so well, and he's got something hidden up his sleeve for Super Bowl Sunday, I believe, along with Andy Reid on the offensive side. So what have you... What's your opinion, your personal opinion of, of Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the, the last pick in, <laughs> in the 2022 draft? It's, uh, it's been a sensational rise to fame. Some say he's underrated. Some say he's overrated. Where do you sit on the, on the Brock Purdy story? I think he's underrated. I had the privilege of watching Brock Purdy play four years of college football 
at Iowa State. Now, Iowa State is in the Big 12 Conference here, and the Big 12 Conference also includes Kansas and Kansas State and Missouri. Well, Missouri used to be the Big 12 Conference. Now they moved to the Southeastern, but they play those teams. They play very similar teams in our area, so we've got to see him in college a lot. And what he brings to the table is experience. He's played a lot of football at the collegiate level. He's a four-year starter, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And he also played at high school four years, too. So he's played a lot of football. And then when Kyle Shanahan came into the year, thinking that they had a high draft pick in Trey Smith that they then released, and now he's in Dallas. They had another veteran in Sam Darnold. He actually said, hey, the third guy I just think is our best quarterback and brought Purdy. I don't really like game manager because I believe every quarterback, in a sense, is a game manager. Even Patrick Mahomes, now he can do some things on the fly that are exceptional. Uh, Brock Purdy's been able to scramble a little bit, but he hasn't really developed that Patrick Mahomes innate ability to scramble and do things on the fly. He's definitely within the system. But, again, Patrick Mahomes, when he started, was within the system. So, Brock Purdy, it would definitely be an upset if Brock Purdy outplayed Patrick Mahomes. I would say that. But I don't think – I don't agree with the system quarterback. I think he's just a good, humble kid. Uh, from Arizona that played a lot of college quarterback in Iowa State and has come to the professional ranks and is playing under a great system with great talent around him. When you look at his weapons, Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver, Debo Samuel, who's kind of a switchblade. You've got Christian McCaffrey, one of the best running backs in the league. You've got a very stout offensive line left by one of the left, best left tackles in the league in Trent Williams. He's got George Kittle, who is the best statistical tight end this year in the NFL. He's got a lot of great weapons around him. He's just doing really good at picking and choosing his spots. And in the playoffs, he's proven that he can come back from a lead. Case in point, the NFC Championship game, where they come back from the Detroit Lions 24-7 to and make the comeback there to win that game in advance of the Super Bowl. So I think there's a lot of good weapons around him. He's got a good pedigree. He's got experience. Um, he's definitely somebody to look out for. He's a sneaky good quarterback. He's not on Patrick Mahomes' level yet. But he's a sneaky good quarterback that we've seen develop, even as I've been able to see him develop in his collegiate years at Iowa State. And he's doing pretty well in the NFL. We're talking to Fox 4 News, Kansas City sports anchor Harold Kuntz, ahead of the Super Bowl on Monday morning our time. Harold, I'm interested just in the impact this Chiefs side has had on the city. It's been a, a very successful team now for quite a while. Um, you've got the superstar in the quarterback. You've got Travis Kelsey, and then and now you've got Taylor Swift as well. What what has this what has this team done for the city over the last five years to to make them almost the epicenter of everything football? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs have been part of the culture of this city for just longer, obviously, than the past six years since Patrick Mahomes has been there. Certainly, that's helped. But the Chiefs were still selling out games at Arrowhead Stadium long before Patrick Mahomes was there, long before Travis Kelce was there, and especially long before Travis Kelce was dating Taylor Swift. This is a franchise that's been around since 1960, started in Dallas, moved up to Kansas City. The nickname Chiefs is because the mayor at the time of Kansas City was nicknamed Chief, and he acquired the team. They played at Municipal Stadium downtown. They moved out to Arrowhead at what they call the Truman Sports Complex, which is named after Harry S. Truman, the former president of the United States, who's from Independence, Missouri, uh, just outside of Kansas City. So he's, um, it's, been, it's been part of the culture. It's been grained. It's one of those football cities you see like in Kansas City, you see in Pittsburgh, you see in Buffalo, Minnesota, some of those cities where they really revolve around their football team and they really support, and everybody here is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. But Patrick Mahomes has taken it to a worldwide level. Travis Kelsey, and obviously with Taylor Swift, has taken it to a worldwide level. And even Clark Hunt, the owner, has admitted 
that they're dealing with a lot of new fans. They're dealing with worldwide fame. They went to Germany, and what's one of the first things they saw is Patrick Mahomes' advertisement on a Hugo Boss ad. So, and then obviously Taylor Swift with Travis Kelsey, that's introduced a, a new legion of fans, a lot of younger fans, a lot of female fans. So um, it, it's been really, um, uh, really impressive to see the, the rise of the Kansas City Chiefs to – the worth of the team is now in, in the multiple of billions of dollars where it used to be just right below $1 billion uh, American. So it's been really fascinating to watch this team grow and develop, um, to be there, to be in the Super Bowl crowd. And then you really experience it when you go to the Super Bowl when they're the big commodity in Vegas. Now, Vegas, obviously, again, is a rival of the Kansas City Chiefs. So between that and the proximity of San Francisco to Las Vegas – they're obviously seen as the villain or the bad guy, but they're embracing that role. I think they realize what winning and success becomes jealousy. And they know that a lot of teams are jealous of them right now for the success they've had, the winning they've had, the consistent winning they've had, the great coaching they've had, and they haven't been able to figure it out. The other teams, except for uh, on occasion, Cincinnati has figured it out. So they're just really riding the ride right now. They're riding the wave of the success, and they're hoping that they can continue for as long as possible. So what does the next few days look like for the players? Uh, when did they arrive in Vegas, if they are there already? How long do they do they spend there um, in terms of media? How open is the access to them? Is there a parade? We have a grand final uh, parade on the Friday before the grand final in Australia uh, for our native game. Uh, what What is the lead-up yeah. for the players over the next few days? Well, I'm trying to remember the grand finale there. Collingsworth is still pretty good over there. If I'm not <laughs> Collingwood, yeah, yeah they, Collingwood. they won it. We don't yeah. talk. We don't talk about Collingwood here. They they get enough publicity. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I just remember there was a kid that played at Oklahoma State University basketball, Mason. Mason um, Cox, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's like really good over there now. Um, I used to work in Oklahoma, so I remember when he played basketball there, but um. That's about the extent of my AFL knowledge. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, they, they're already there. They're already in Las Vegas. They're preparing for the, um, the, the final game on Sunday, the Super Bowl, and they got their Sunday. It's a week-long event. The access media-wise is uh, unprecedented for anything during the regular week. During a regular week of preparation, these guys might be available on Wednesday and Thursdays um, as they prepare for Sunday's game or Monday's game. But uh, this is – they have an hour-long press availability on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And by Thursday, those guys are exhausted of talking because they've been asked probably the same questions over and over again by multiple members of the media, which is an international audience. I, I know being at the Super Bowl, you'll get uh, interrupted by the BBC. You'll get interrupted by Korean television, Brazilian television, German television and then obviously all the other outlets across the United States of America. So it's a busy, it's a busy time. Everybody's trying to get their questions in, and, and a lot of times it's different. Travis Kelsey has been bombarded with questions about Taylor Swift, as you would imagine. So has Patrick Mahomes. He's been bombarded with the usual amount of questions. Uh, and, but they're not big talkers. Um, Andy Reid is very much uh, – I wouldn't say he's afraid of the podium. He knows it's part of the job, but it's not his favorite part of the job. He's a big football guy. He really enjoys the X's and O's, scheming up things, finding new plays, um, researching. He lives and breathes football. Uh, there's been rumors of his retirement. He's not retiring anytime soon. Football is his hobby. He's, he said this week he's about faith, family, and football, and that's truly him to a T. I mean, he's big, he's big on his faith, obviously. 
Um, he's big on football, and you'll see his wife, Tammy Reed, walking with him side by side all the time. Uh, even one of his sons is an assistant coach on the team, Spencer. So he's um, he's really loves football. He's a football guy. He's been in football for um, 40 years now. I mean, he's been in it. He started at small colleges back in the early 80s. Uh, he lives and breathes football. It's all he knows. Uh, he played at Brigham Young University out in Utah. He, he loves football. But the guys are there. They're practicing um, at the Raiders complex of all places, which the Raiders owner has even admitted, like, well, I don't like it, but they earned it, and we got to get back there too. So it's very interesting. Um, uh, imagine Sydney and uh, Cabrera having a big rivalry, and, and Cabrera had to practice at Sydney's complexes. So, um, that's basically what's going down right now in, in Vegas uh, with their biggest – they're practicing at their biggest rival's place. But um, Sunday's the big game, and then after Thursday, they lock in on Friday and Saturday, and if they win Sunday, they have a big party. And they're in the greatest party city in America in Las Vegas. So um, they'll fly back. They'll have a parade on Wednesday if they win, and they'll probably fly right back off to Las Vegas and party again. Yeah, I was going to say, if they win – uh, you might not see them for a week. You might not get them out of Las Vegas. Harold, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate getting the Kansas City um, side of things in the build-up to the Super Bowl. And uh, fingers crossed for, for you and all the Kansas City fans that you can get the job done on uh, on Sunday. Your time, Monday morning, our time. Thanks very much for your time. All right. Thanks, guys. And enjoy the, enjoy the game. It's going to be a big, fun game. Uh, San Francisco's favored coincidentally in this game by a point and a half, but the Chiefs, I'll leave you with this. Patrick Mahomes is 10-0-1 when he's the underdog in games. So if you're betting for somebody, definitely go with the Kansas City Chiefs as an underdog because Mahomes has never lost as an underdog. I'm sensing real confidence, and it's hard not to get (laughs) seduced by it, Harold. It really is. Thanks very much. I appreciate it, guys. Harold Kunz joining us there. Fox 4 News, Kansas City sports anchor.